Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have the whole crew. We've got Lauren, Sharpie, and Steve. Hello. Hey. Howdy, hello. Lisa. Hey, howdy. Wait, Lauren, did you say hello? Oh, hiya. Hiya. <laughs> Who was that? We've got all kinds of stuff going on again, so this is kind of an update, news update Disney needs show. to stop putting out a lot of news. There is so much news going on. There are so many things, and this is just it. Pretty much at World. And then there's a whole another. Well, we've no, got we got to yeah, we go out of the country. We got a one story out of the country, and we have a Disney Cruise Line story. But a lot of stuff is really going on at Disney World. All right, well, let's jump in, Lauren. Get us started. Okay, so. I'm very sad about this one. I'm not going to lie because there's so little good food in Magic Kingdom. Um, Effective July 27th, Be Our Guest is going to become a signature dining experience. It will now be two table service credits for dinner only. And they're going to still offer quick service for breakfast and lunch. But the dinner is now going to be a two table service with a prefixed menu. So the cost from what we're hearing is going to be $55 for an adult and $35 for kids, which I have to be honest, I don't know that that's actually worth using two table service credits for, but that's my own personal opinion. Um, What you're going to get with that is a three course dinner that's going to include appetizer, entree, and a dessert platter. Uh, The menu has definitely changed. I don't love the menu. An appetizer is going to be French onion soup, which is great. Uh, charred octopus with fingerling potatoes, escargot, um, assorted selection of meats and artisan artisanal cheeses. Sorry. Um, your entree is a grilled center cut filet mignon with potatoes au gratin, um, which is similar to what they used to have slightly different, but they had the fries with that sauce. It was so good. Um, they also have a, Black-eyed pea tortellini with roasted vegetables. They have a chicken, a saffron-infused seafood uh, bouillabaisse, roasted lamb chops, and pork tenderloin. And then they're going to do like a little dessert platter for for dessert, a little potpourri of things. Um, I have a lot of theories as to why this is happening. I don't know what you guys think, but I think that this is one of two things. It's one to stop people from going in and just ordering dessert and taking up a dinner reservation to order dessert. It's actually probably a combo of both, or it's similar to what was going on at La Cellier where everybody wanted to get in. You couldn't get in. It was the most popular restaurant. They made it a two table service credit and now everybody can get into it. Um, I think it's kind of a combo of the two of them. But it's not because the food improved at the <laughs> It's because no. the crowd reduced. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that was well, really what, what they're trying to do. Yeah. Well, what do you think the, cause I didn't eat there for dinner. I had maybe breakfast and I've had lunch at be our guest, but never dinner. Do you think the price, you know, do you think people were spending $55 for oh, an adult easy. on that? So, so it's, so you don't think they're, doing this to make more money okay i I think they are going to be making more money because because it's going to be a two table service yeah and the volume of single type of food that they're going to be serving well yeah this is not a broad variety menu no it's yeah it's it's pretty much they got it all ready to go 
cut can, and dry. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I also think that how and maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think the food is gonna be any better. I don't think it's gonna go to a signature dining food experience. No, it doesn't sound like it. It sounds like they have very limited you know, they're just gonna be making it in the back and knocking it out pretty quickly. Um, I'm not excited about this. I think that the ability to eat a decent meal inside the magic kingdom is so few and far between and to have five restaurants and two of them be signature dining in the park. That's going to have your smallest children. Yeah. For the most part that can't really sit for a two table service meal, I think is unrealistic. Well, that's not really what, intimate. What they should do is open up lunch for sit down and do breakfast as a quick service or skip doing breakfast. Open lunch for a sit down or open breakfast for a character meal so people can get in there and you can have more people get in there and not do the two table service because you really need the single table service restaurants in that park. Yeah. So two tables. So what what do you think is a good value? Uh, or what's what's the point or dollar value of one credit worth for dinner? And you know, you know what I mean? Like what it's what, like thirty dollars, I would say, wouldn't you say so? Thirty to forty? I I would yeah, I would uh I don't know. I would it I depends. would probably push it upwards of forty. To, yeah. Cause if you use a table service credit at um uh sci fi drive in, I mean you're you're it's, looking at twenty, twenty five bucks. Right. If you use it at Coral Reef, it's a fifty dollar value. Wow. Right. All right. So yeah, so you so yeah, for a two table service credit, so you're looking at anywhere from you should be get you Normal should be going two table service or seventy dollars. So you should be looking for something seventy bucks or above and not waste it on a fifty five dollar set menu. Yeah. I would not use a two table service credit on a fifty five dollar flat fee. No. No. No way. Absolutely not. Because I mean it's whenever you think that you're using two table service credits. That's essentially $110 plus gratuities and such for two adults when you could very, very easily go to an actual signature restaurant and pay roughly that same amount and actually have much better food. Yeah. Right. And at a normal signature restaurant, you're looking at an average of about $100 a person yeah. for one of the good sit down. Like if you go to Cali Grill, that's a hundred dollars a person on average. Yeah, for for three courses. Yeah. So yeah, I'd much rather do California Grill. Have the view. Have the intimate setting. Have really good service. I mean, I mean, just the be our guest gourmet food. Yeah, I mean, that, that yeah, is yeah, yeah. The, the big thing like, here. Seriously, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I mean, and I'm not a fan of really of that of the large dining area really of be our guest either. I mean, it just doesn't lend itself to some big signature dining experience anyway okay well it's sad to see that go but we'll see what happens all right up next who do we have Sharpie. you're up next so the time has come uh animal kingdom is celebrating its anniversary it is this year as we all know, Animal Kingdom opened on Earth Day uh, 20 years ago. Uh, it was So starting this year, 
Uh, they will have a party for the planet celebration April 22nd through May 5th. Uh, and actually Rafiki's Planet Watch is uh, kind of the the hub of this activity. So one of the cool things, I, I had talked about this on one of our past shows, uh, is they are doing free tours. It's a free tour experience uh, of the animal nutrition area, the veterinary hospital, uh, or uh, a talk on the uh, Disney's Global Wildlife Conservation Program. Uh, so it's really cool. There, there's also going to be, uh, of course, limited edition merchandise. Uh, if you go on opening day, you might get to meet the man himself, Joe Rohde. Uh, he will be signing a, a, a custom print just for that day uh, for the opening, the celebration of Animal Kingdom on April 22nd. Uh, and he'll be available at the Discover Trading Company from 1 to 4 p.m. So I would definitely probably try to be in line 11 o'clock, probably at the latest, because by one o'clock, that line will be packed deep because Joe Rody has lots of fans. Uh, if you have never uh, followed much of Joe Rody's work, he is the Imagineer Supreme of this era of, of Disney life. He I is, would love to meet him. Yeah, it's uh, he, he is just he's he, for, first and foremost, he's, he is an artist, but he is also a, a, a cultural expert. I, I mean, whenever it comes to to everything that you see in uh, the especially the Asia section of Animal Kingdom, all of that is stuff that 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 he has seen on site in in different parts of the world uh, and kind of brought all of that to uh, to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, he has a lot of the people who work under him. One of the first things. Uh, from what I understand that he does with them is he takes them over to the Morocco pavilion over at Epcot. Uh, it is considered to be the best pavilion architecturally uh, and also from a design perspective. So there's a lot of, a lot of detail and a lot of design packed into the Morocco pavilion. Uh, of course, as you know, it was the, the last pavilion to be constructed still, still awaiting news on possible new construction, lots of rumors flying about. Uh, but yeah, so, so that that's exciting. And also they will debut the new uh, great bird adventure, which is a, Retheming, retool of what used to be Flights of Wonder back at the Caravan stage, uh, back there. It's kind of between Africa and Asia, but it's definitely uh, part of of the Asia section. Uh, and then also they will be having the Dinotastic celebration uh, with Donald and his safari friends, uh, and that will be uh, debuting Memorial Day weekend over at Dinoland USA. Uh, there will also be some pretty rarely seen characters out uh, for this party, and that's uh, Scrooge McDuck, Launchpad McQuack, and more. Uh, and then also a DJ-powered dance party over uh, – we'll be uh, rocking some, some uh, mixed tunes from the Truckosaurus stage. Uh, so that'll be a nighttime event happening over in Dino Land. And then also uh, Memorial Day 2018 celebrates one year of Pandora. So that's awesome. Kind of hard to believe it's been a year already. Wow. 
So quite quick. I was just excited that we all that whenever we were there in January, beginning of February, we all got to see the shaman because uh, the shaman has been in and out of service. Uh, they have been doing some some uh, short term maintenance on the shaman, but the shaman is back in. Really, huh. the attraction. Yep, it, it is. In my opinion, it is by and large one of the most incredible animatronics Disney has ever made. It is spectacular the 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 precision of the movement the fluidity of the movement it's yeah it's amazing whenever you see pirates and the movement and kind of that that kind of fixed range of motion and kind of uh with the exception of course of of the newer animatronics that have gone in of uh captain jack sparrow but yeah yeah, a lot of people say Navi River Journey, eh, not so much. It's really cool, especially I, I've ridden it three times now, uh, and especially the third time, I, I've really kind of have fallen in love with the details that they've included, and you don't really see those your first your first time or so through it. But after you begin to notice all the details and stuff, it really is a great journey. Uh, and as as uh, I've heard multiple people say, what they should have done was made Navi River Journey part of the queue for Flight of Passage. Yeah. That's That'd true. be nice. That would have made oh, that would have an, been cute. A, a ride to the ride. So yeah, that, that, that would have been, been awesome. Yeah, that would have been so, nice. Talk yeah, about your cool. interactive queue line. Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, they have a lot of, like, very detailed projections on that Navi River Journey where, where they're just very kind of hidden and you know just there's like a like a millipede or something like crawling across this log and little bugs and then there's um something that looks like frogs jumping on lily pads above your head and as they jump on the giant lily pad above your head you see the lily pad kind of move a little and you see like the absorb the weight yeah you absorb the weight and you see the the and since it's lit from above you just see the shadows of the frogs or whatever they are jumping from lily pad to lily pad so it's kind of cool how they've integrated some of that in. Yeah, that's that 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 part especially is just awesome. Yeah, that's it's pretty neat. It's been a while. I haven't haven't been Sharpie since we went. I can't. I don't know if I can, <laughs> I can go. I, I don't know if I can go again where I have to actually wait in line. So. Oh, so I've I, done it. You're it's, so I haven't waited in line for it though. No, so it's been a year for me, but it was awesome. It was awesome with no line. Mm-hmm. That whole area is just oh, so yeah, neat. so spectacular. The the landscaping over there, you have to spend time just walking through the land and seeing everything that's there because there's so much that's interactive. There's so much that's that's uh yeah. Has it just has such depth of character. It it's really cool. I, I can't wait for the new new Avatar movies to come out. Oh, yeah, it'd be nice. And then maybe it'll, yeah. I have to catch up and watch the old one again. Yeah, it's been. Uh, I haven't seen that since it came out. It's, yeah. I watched a few. I actually I watched it like probably about a week or two before I went down to for the opening. It yeah. was. Yeah, I watched it before it opened. Yeah, I was gonna say that would have been smart, but we I um didn't. we were there for the we did that VIP tour with the agents from Pixie Vacations, and that's the last yeah. So that's the last time I was there. It seemed like at night it wasn't as dark as it used to be when they first. Opened it, it probably a safety thing. It, the, so it wasn't. Yeah, because, you know, it used to be like super glow, but it was like pitch black. And then this yeah. la- that last Opening time I went, weekend, yeah. I I am pretty sure footed, and it was dark. I, I was 
had to be extremely cautious in walking through there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like they turned the the ambient lighting up a little bit since then. And and then I went back and I looked at some of the details. Like they have some crystals with some fuzz on it, like um, one of those little nature trails in the back. Because I was like, I wonder if this is going to last. Because there was all the stuff that you could just reach out and touch that was really right. well done. And it was still all there. It was still. Yeah. So so that was nice to see. Because I figured the kids would have trampled a lot of this kind of stuff. But, it, but it's kind of tucked away on some of these little back end areas that a lot of people don't go and go and experience. So. Okay. So I'm up. And so when you say the name Augustus, what do you guys think of? Hippopotamus! No! What do you think of before him? I don't know. I don't know. Don't you Hippopotamus? Guys of, you guys stink. <laughs> don't you guys think of Oompa Loompas? No. Wasn't Augustus no. the... the? No. He was. Uh, yeah. Augustus. Augusta. Okay, maybe Augusta. So anyway, that's what I think of, but now we're going to have a new connotation, but you guys already spoiled it and stepped all over my story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. There's a new Oompa Loompa at Animal Kingdom? Yes. Yes, there is. <laughs> no, there's a new baby hippo, and his name is Augustus, or Augustus, depending on your accent. And um, he's getting to be a big boy. Yeah. He's 168 pounds. Wow. Yep. Yep. Um, but he uh, he can be seen. If you do the uh, Kilimanjaro Safari at Animal Kingdom, you may or may not see him. He does have private time with his mommy, um, but he does come out and he is on the safari, on the tour. And it's pretty cool. So We got to walk right over him on the cable bridge when we did the wild Africa track. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I, I posted a picture. Uh, uh, his mom's name is Tuma. Uh, I posted it's a picture of Augustus a Tuma. and Tuma on our Instagram page this week. So uh, go out and, and check, check out Augustus and Tuma. They're so cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, but he's the first hippo to be born at um, animal kingdom park in 13 years. About time. All right. What's cuter than a baby hippo? Two baby hippos. Oh, that, that, yeah. And an Oompa Loompa. Mm. That would be a lot of potamus. Okay. I think it's time for Lauren. (laughs) Oh, wait, Steve, are you up? I think that went totally south. Yeah, I think Steve's going to go in before you. All right. So I've just got a quick. And then we'll throw it to Lauren again. Quick, quick update. So Star Wars, you know, they're doing a Star Wars hotel. They did release um, Disney release some more concept art, some some like more like short videos, um, and they show you know you're on the starship and you're looking out the big windows into space and you can see some of the planets go by and some of the other spaceships go by, um, so it's kind of just to give you a feel of what it's like when you're at the Star Wars hotel. They need, I, I need to know or Star Wars resort. They need to come up with a. I'm sure they have a name for whatever it is. They just haven't told us what it is. So we just have to keep calling it the Star Wars Resort. I'm excited for that, but I do think it's going to be ridiculously. It'll expensive. be interesting. Yeah. The pricing will be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how many rooms there are, um, you know, what they finalize on the, uh, you know, what the experience includes and 
how, you know, exactly how long it is. And it, See, we, we talked about this last time. See, I imagine them picking you up from yeah. the airport in a, in a blacked out bus. That's right. I, th- if they don't do that, they're crazy. They're crazy. They well, they have, that. yeah, they have the that ability. Would be such an incredible experience. They have the ability because they've got it all in place to do it from the second you get off your flight to the second you leave. But it depends on the price point and what they, if they're going to go that much in depth and spend that amount of money on it, or if they're going to start the experience when you check in at the hotel and end it when you check out at the hotel or what. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. And then you have to figure out, you know, is it like, do you want to do it a second time or do you know, you know, or is it, or is it like seeing Cirque du Soleil for the second time with the same acts, which you're like, ah, this is still good, but I, I know what's going to happen next because I've been here. You know what I mean? So I don't know, but it'll be a while. I bet they'll have more than one storyline that you can do though. That's true. Repeat would, guests. You would think. But I mean, it, it's going to be, it's going to be hard to get in there. I mean, yeah, it's going to be pricey, but they, they will sell it. They oh, yeah. will sell it like crazy. Yeah. Well, and it's got to be what? They haven't said how many rooms. What do you think? At least I haven't heard how many rooms. A I don't think it's going to be that A couple big. hundred rooms at the most. Well, it's got to be close to Hollywood Studios, so it can't be too big. Oh, I think you're going to be able to walk right from the parking lot. Yeah. I, think, I actually think it's... I, I could be wrong, but I saw where they cleared an area off the parking lot, and I suspect... It's right behind Star Wars Land. Yeah, and you're supposed to be able to oh, yeah. to go yeah, into it, Star Wars Land. Will, it will open up into Star Wars Land. Like I suspect there's going to be a walkway over the parking area right into it with theming around it, so you don't even see the parking lot. Yeah, so it's got to be hundred rooms, fifty rooms. Because how many people do you want to do in an experience? I don't know. Yeah, because if it's a family of four in a room, on average, yeah, it'll be it'll be tough. It could be pretty small. It'll be interesting. So yeah, that's it. So there's a little more concept art. So start saving those. Uh, don't go to Starbucks. Put it in a jar. Start saving mm. it now. Yeah, you're gonna need a 50 gallon drum. Skip the latte. All right, where are we? Holy cannoli! Up, oh, might be Lauren's turn. All right, me. Yeah, Lauren's up. <laughs> So favorite snack of the week is holy cannoli. Uh, Vivoli gelato has a new cannoli shake. It's a milkshake that has a cannoli flavored gelato served inside a waffle that's been dipped in chocolate with pistachio. It actually, the picture of it looks amazing. (laughs) It looks like something I might not come back from. Hmm. Go there and stay there. I also don't know how to eat something like that because it looks like it's like one of those, you know, when you go to that, the chocolate restaurants and there's so much stuff on top, you don't know where to begin, but it does look really good. Might be worth trying. Cannolis are not my favorite thing. Pistachios and chocolate are though. And gelato. Mm. See, I'm not a pistachio fan, but I'm betting you can get that, get it without it. I'm nuts about pistachios. Ha ha ha. You're nuts, period. I know. All right. Um, yeah. So all kinds of good stuff over there. Gelato and shakes and concoctions and chocolate and nuts and yumminess. 
unlike what you would experience over at Pirates of the Caribbean right now. It's closed. You know why? And we talked about this, so you should know why if you've mm. been listening. So. Is a new baby hippo? I don't know why, but I want to call her Rebecca. I don't know if that's her official name, but I call her Rebecca. The lady in red? <laughs> yes, the lady in red. She does look like a Rebecca. the redhead. Well, you can keep the redhead, but I, I guess I should say keeps the redhead. Um, but they're going to, they're, they're doing that whole PC move. Um, She's, yeah. instead of selling off or auctioning off the, uh, the wenches for brides. She's, she's now uh, selling DVC, uh, vacation points. You dork. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. She's going to be a pirate. <laughs> you know, they couldn't just change uh-huh. the theme. They're going to change her clothes. They're going to change her uh-huh. whole appearance. She's going to be a pirate, Yeah. but it'll open up in a couple of weeks, um, mid to late March. So we'll see. We'll see. There's going to be all kinds of hype and pictures. So mm. we'll report back. I don't like it. It's tradition and classic and historic and they're changing it. Well, they're going to get rid yeah. of the, yeah. Not gonna, they're going to get rid of the burning scene. They're going to have like a, like a party yeah. with, with streamers and hats at the end. But what about Disneyland? Yeah, a very formal party. A very formal pirate party. <laughs> they couldn't do that because Disneyland they're not gonna pill- is such They're a- not going to pillage and... Uh, they're going to be like saving the kittens mm-hmm. and and donating <laughs> food to the homeless. They are. And they're going to be oh tutoring children and teaching them how to read. They are. Well, that's how it was back in the pirate days. In the pillaging days. Mm-hmm. So a question that I have is at what point in time do Disney fans band together and, and get something at Disney listed on the National Register of Historic Places and Disney will never be able to touch it again? Oh, know. is that what you have to do? I don't know. Can that happen? Well, here's the thing. Like, I don't know. I, I see this attraction I like, and I think it's great and everybody rides it. And it's, and I think it's great as it was without constantly having to do all these little PC type things to it. But then if I think about, um, the Tiki room, see, everybody wanted the original Tiki room, but it wasn't that great. So they, they made it a, a different, whatever the, the, the Jafar or what Aladdin version oh, of the Tiki yeah. room. And they then added- they, then yeah, it, go. Yeah, like new management. Yeah, and then it got. Then they had a fire or something, and then they, then everyone said, "Well, bring back the original." And that was great for like a one-time viewing, and everybody went and watched it one time. But then you know, then it just kind of went eh. So I so I don't know. So I don't. I don't think they should not change certain things, but I but it seems like. Well, it's hard because you can't keep what they've always had and get new things. But it's but I I like when they change and update things. I don't know, like, like the Norway pavilion, but like that, I like the way that frozen ride was done, but I don't like when they like get rid of a piece of the ride because of, because it's 2017 and they feel like they have to do some change because for of political reasons for some or political reason. It, it just seems like really it's been that way for how long? And it's kind of the way that pirates were. So th- those kind of things I'm like, well, it's just, it's, it's not adding value or a new exciting experience to me. It's like trying to change it to make it fit the times when it's, when it really, I don't know. When well, it, never... it doesn't fit. I mean, it's changing the entire storyline. Yeah. So anyway. I get that. But I, but I do think, you know, they should be able to, you know, like, you know, they probably should change country bear jamboree one of these days. And Well, they have. <laughs> That's such a classic though. They, they've changed others. some of the jokes. 
They had oh, to. Oh, I mean the jokes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the jokes. I wasn't even thinking about that. I meant just because the attraction was old. Oh. And but get yes. rid of it or yeah, keep I the bears? I don't know. Can't get rid of that? Ugh. I don't know. See? You've got opposition already. Your, yeah. your petition's going nowhere, mister. I don't know. I like some of the classics, but then, you know, they always are adding new things. So. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And so much of that is stuff that Walt Disney himself had had, had his Yeah. Hands. How do you change things like that? Yeah. It's, I mean, they've updated the the Country Bear show several times and shortened it and changed some things around. I wouldn't be opposed to updating it a little bit more because, I mean, let's be honest, it is kind of really, really dated and it is it's what actually i what i consider to be disney's most uh kind of risque attraction it, it has some yeah off collar humor that's that's especially the disney of today i mean yeah you wouldn't find that in something new that they do but i i like it yeah. i i really i like the 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 my our, my funniest memory from country bear jamboree is jesse and i were singing along and this kid behind us, behind us goes, shh, got, <laughs> got shushed. That's funny. Got shushed, shushed at Country Bear Jamboree. I'm trying to pay attention. Poor like, shame. Hey. All right. I so like we do have some new stuff coming, but I mean, there's new stuff coming everywhere, but this, we've got new stuff coming to Disneyland Paris. So they're getting three new lands and we're going to have, I, I say we, but they will have uh, Star Wars land, just like ours in Orlando. They're also going to have a Frozen-themed land of Arendelle. But then they're going to have... A That's m- kind of cool. Uh, it's cold, actually. Pretty cool. Cool. Uh, and then they're going to have a Marvel land. Marvel land. Mm. My kids would love to see that. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I'm excited about that. <clears throat> did they say, because I didn't read this one, did they say if they're at the Disneyland Park or at, at Walt Disney Studios? No, they did not. All right. It might be spread between the two. I'm not sure. It does yeah. not say. And when we were there, they had like a little frozen Arendelle, like temporary little village set up. And that's where we saw the frozen It's a sing-along. quiet village. It was, Yes. Well, it used to be <laughs> like some Every day. country western area, and they had this huge space, and then they turned it to like a temporary Arendelle when we went, you know, with like the little shops and the little carts and um, gardens, and then you walked in to see the show. But they didn't do, you know, they could have done a lot more with it, so it sounds like they're going to actually turn it into its own land. Maybe they'll have a baker. Well, and some decent- With his some, tray. Some cool rides. It, it's, it'll be interesting to see how Disneyland, Disney World, and Disneyland Paris all do Star Wars Land and if they're pretty much exact replicas of each other or if they you know, tweak them a little bit. You know, because like Pirates of the Caribbean is different at all of them. Yeah, I'm sure they'll tweak them a little bit. So that would be, well, that'd be nice. And then Marvel, so I'm not a big Marvel. I, I just... Well, but you're it's not, not into my, It's not my thing, but I'm sure that that would be awesome. So I think it would be awesome. There's so many movies to pull from. Well, you think about the meet and greets, the rides, the attractions, and the merchandise that they can do. Crazy. 
Yeah. Um, There's so much. It's it's really crazy. And that's what Disney really excels at. Well, then we talked earlier a couple shows ago about they're getting rid of the uh, New York, New York Hotel at Disneyland Paris. And it was a it was a Marvel theme, right? Wasn't it, Sharpie? For the Disneyland or uh, the New York, New York Hotel. They were yeah. switching it to. Yeah. Yep. So that'll be nice. It'll fit. Marvel, Marvel Hotel. Yeah. Marvel's going to take over. Okay, so a little bit more Disneyland Paris news. Uh, with the release of Solo, the latest of the Star Wars movies, uh, in May, end of May, they're going to have another Star Wars party opening weekend. So that'll be in Disneyland Paris. All right, this goes next to Lauren. So Disney released the... Uh, up through September 2019 for DCL for Disney Cruise Line. Uh, we can book it now. And by the time this comes out, we'll be able to, everybody will be able to book it. Um, it did open up to platinum, gold, and silver members prior, but it does open to the public um, on March 8th. And it's all the itineraries basically through September of 2019. So there's a ton of them out there. You can go to Disney Cruise Line's website to look at the itineraries and then give us a call and we'll be happy to guide you and help you pick the right one. Um, but yeah, they're all out through through 2019, for, through September, and we should see the rest of 2019 come out probably in a couple months. They released some pretty awesome itineraries. They did. Which one do you like? The British Isles cruise stopping in Northern Ireland. That one looks nice. The Mediterranean's always always look nice too. New York City to Quebec City on Disney Cruise Line, a seven night sailing out of New York to Bermuda. Oh, I didn't see Love the it. Bermuda one. Where's the Bermuda yeah. one? Yeah, the Bermuda yeah, one out nice. of New York. Really, I missed that one. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's one you could do. I could do that one. Yeah, the Bermuda one would be Bugger. awesome. You know, that I might still, actually I get still. me to New York. I'll come visit then you. And you can come stay with me. I'll do it. <gasps> do I get Gracie? See, this one, you can be Grace Grace. I like Gracie. See, this itinerary, the 11-night Southern Caribbean, that's my dream itinerary. Mm, that would be amazing. Aruba, Barbados, Martinique, St. Kitts. Ugh. 11 nights. It's It's long now. 11 nights of magic. I still don't see the Bermuda one. Can you imagine doing that cruise in a concierge stateroom? <laughs> 11 nights. It's got to be really. Cruise. Oh, my God. Could you imagine, wow. what, $30,000 probably? It would be amazing. Yeah, drop amazing. in the bucket. Never mind. I still it. don't see the Bermuda cruise. Oh. Yeah, I looked at it earlier today. It's one of those ones that, you know, that stays in Bermuda for a little while. So you can. Like a three you, night in Bermuda. Yeah, those are great. We did a. Years ago, we did a Bermuda cruise on, I think it was a Costa cruise line and we stayed, you know, on the ship uh, and Bermuda's phenomenal. It's like perfect. It's, it's weather. that, yeah, the weather, the island, the people, the, you know, it's, it's, there's no, that, that island is, you know, like spotless. Yeah. It's, it's not your typical Caribbean island. So it's uh-huh. really, it's really nice. I might have to book a bounce back while I'm on the ship in a couple of weeks. Ooh. Oh, I'm jealous. Mm-hmm. Jealous, jealous, jealous. 
So, the, and with Disney Cruise, remember the sooner you book it, the better pricing you get. The longer you wait, the higher the price. Yeah, Fact. these, yeah, yeah, these are the best prices. So, book now, and then you can also pay it off little by little. It gives you more time because yeah, they just they nice. yeah as they sell out, the prices just go up. <clears throat> Not good. All right, so I've got a little story, and you've only, by the time this comes out, you've only got a couple of days to uh, work with this, but Raglan Road over at um, Disney Springs, St. Patrick's Day, it's right around the corner, and a lot of people are going to be going there. They're going to have kind of a a weekend celebration for St. Patrick's Day. That place is packed that weekend. Yeah, and the surrounding area, (laughs) they ooze over into other areas. Um, but they've got uh, some musical entertainment for you. They've got the Young Dubliners. They've got a YouTube U2 tribute band called Elevation. They're supposed to be pretty good. But then this one caught my eye, the Byrne Brothers. You've got um, an 8-year-old, an 11-year-old, and a 13-year-old singing along with their dad. And they're supposed to be pretty darn good. If anyone Sounds is like there, fun. if anyone's there over this celebration over St. Patrick's Day and you happen to hear any of the music or the bands, I would love for you to report back to us. Go to our um, fan community page and and write about it because I would love to hear how these guys were. I just love kids with talent. So I love Irish music. Yeah, that too. Um, and uh, Raglan Road puts puts together a a pretty rousing St. Patrick's Day celebration. Mm -hmm. They do. Well, they know the people will come, so it's a lot of pressure for them, I'm sure. I still haven't been in there. There's a lot I have to do at Disney Springs. You haven't, you haven't gone there, Steve? No, I've walked by it. I was, oh, good. I was, I was the only, (laughs) I was, it was great. Adventurous, Steve. I know. I was in there with, um, John from, uh, chips when it used to be the jazz club. Mm. That's my, that's my way back memory. It used to be at pleasure Island. It was called, it was a jazz club and they had a fundraiser for something. And somehow I got pulled into doing something with the fundraiser. And the guy who played John on chips was the celebrity in there at the time. And they were having some event with him. And I, I, I got to work behind the bar and give people like sodas. That was it. So that was my Raglan Road experience. It wasn't it wasn't a big, real exciting place when it was a jazz club. I'm sure it's a lot better now. <laughs> and it's probably oh, wow. and it's probably huge. Well, and before that it was a food court. It was like a big round octangle uh food court at Pleasure Island, and then it turned into a jazz club. All right. You're, now it's you're Raglan Road. Yourself. I know. It's been three different things. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go. I'm going to throw one in and then we're going to, we're going to go to Sharpie. Um, Dapper Day is another short one. Dapper Day weekend. It's coming and it's coming next month, April 28th, Magic Kingdom and the 29th at Epcot. Um, yeah. Dress up like you're from another era. Fun. I love some of the stuff people do. They can really get into this. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, Sharpie, before you go, I, uh, I have to throw it to Steve. He took my notes out 
so he can reference them. So he's out of my shuffle. So uh, I've got to throw it to Steve real quick. So I've got yeah, real quick. So um, Epcot Flower and Garden finally started. This is like the best thing going on. So I know Lauren, we're talking, Lauren was talking before the show that they might get 10 inches of snow tomorrow. So if you want to start spring early and get out of wherever you are in your, in your cold snow, snowed in whatever, go down to Disney and it's spring already. And you can see all the topiaries and the amazing plantings and all the flowers. Can, can, can you say that one more time? I Steve? would love for him to say that again. I would again. really love for him to say that again. <laughs> what? I've never heard it. I've never what heard it topiaries. The topiaries? <laughs> topiaries. Topiaries. Come topiaries. On. Topiaries. Are there topiaries? Topiaries. 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 Yes. Oh my gosh. Topiaries. No, you said it That's wrong. Funny. I did not say it wrong. Topiary. That's what I said. Oh yeah, sure. Mm. Okay, those plant things. He's where gonna cut, edit this out. Those little plants where they <laughs> cut so the plant when they cut the plants to look like people. Uh huh. They have those. Yeah. All right. So, anyways. Okay, I'm not gonna look at you. Go ahead. But the uh, but the uh, the um the word on the street is this year's really well done. That they have a lot of new things. I forget what anniversary it is of the of the festival, but. It's, oh, is it a big anniversary? That yeah, makes sense. Yeah, it's one of the bigger anniversaries, so that's probably why. So then they've also been, year after year, they're adding more food and wine type things. So this year they've added, and I'm going to mess this up too. You think I screwed oh, up the- Oh, let's see. So honey, again. so is it mascarpone? M-A-S-C-A-R-P-O-N-E. That's pretty good. Mascarpone? Yeah, that works. Cheesecake? Well, well I think the R is after the S, isn't it? Uh, I, I don't know. Okay, just go ahead. So the honey uh, mascarpone cheesecake with orange blossom ice cream. So they have that at a new pavilion called Honey Bistro. B e e. See what Very they did. Cute. See what they did there. Um, and that's over by World Showcase. If you walk down that rose garden path that goes from kind of the Imagination Pavilion over to World Showcase, um, that's over there. They also have a uh, chocolate. In this one, here we go. You can't even say chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> I don't chocolate. know. They have a chocolate, a chocolate. You've got me all tongue tied. Oh god, it's awful. Chocolate. Chocolate. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is funny. Keep going. Oh no, we have to give Steve the food reports all the time. Yes, I love we have this. to do. We have to. Do oh, the food yeah, reports. we're totally doing that. All right. So at the France Pavilion, it's a chocolate. Toporary? It's a macaroon. <laughs> yes. Toporary. Lollipop. So anyways, they have that. Then if you're an annual pass holder, you can get a kind of a Mickey or mini sticker right now. They have the uh, Mickey stickers, and then I believe they switch to the mini stickers in April. So you get one per person uh, when you go over there. It's over by Club Cool, kind of in that area. And then one thing they're also doing new this year is reserve seating for the Garden Rocks concerts. So if you're an annual pass holder, you can get reserve seating for that. You just have to get there early uh, because they run out. And that's only Monday through Friday nights where they're letting you do the early seating for those concerts. And they have a, uh, you know, they have the 530 concert, the 645 and the eight o'clock concerts. And they, they probably sell out early in the day. So the first thing I would do is if you're an annual pass holder, go there and get your reserve seat for that. 
but I want to get down there and see what they've got going on and look at those funny plant things that have been cut into shapes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are they called? I don't, I don't know. Something. Temporaries. <laughs> so, yes. Mm. I think I'm done with my store. I think you are. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a good grateful. thing because it mm-hmm. was... It, it was it was getting getting a little hard for you there, it's Steve. Getting tough. All right, Sharpie, save us. So Bring it home, Sharpie. Bring it we home. We are going on the move. Uh, if you have followed uh, Disney's development of their mobile ordering system, uh, it is now rolled out even further, uh, which I think is fantastic news. This is finally one of the best benefits to come from my Disney experience. <laughs> uh, you can, uh, it was started last May, uh, rolled out around the time uh, that uh, Pandora opened, World of Avatar. Uh, so it, it launched uh, with uh, Satuli Canteen. But now it has rolled out to Aloha Isle, uh, Casey's Corner, Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe, Pecos Bill, Pinocchio House, Columbia Harbor House, uh, Tomorrowland Terrace when it's open. Uh, and as, as you know, that restaurant is open seasonally. I have heard that that is going to disappear, that whole area, and it is really? going to become a table service restaurant with views of the castle. That needs to happen. That needs to happen. That needs to happen like pronto because uh, they, and, and I, I have heard and, and I've seen some thoughts online that it was actually part of the reason why the theater was canceled because that was going to be more of a profit center than a free show. Hmm. So Hmm. Take that, take that for what it's worth. But imagine your kind of broad glass uh, windows with seating, view of the fireworks. It's something that Disney is missing out on big time. Because uh, I can ama- even imagine them having a terrace on top for their dessert parties with much better viewing. But then also the the restaurant there too. So is this the um, Tomorrowland Terrace? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, that makes that, that makes that makes just rumors, just thoughts. I think that is a fantastic thing if that actually happens. Yeah, yes. that would be awesome because that that I've never even really eaten there. But that should have happened before be our guest became a signature dining. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah, and also the lunching pad <laughs> over in uh, Tomorrowland. So those are all on the mobile order now. So over at Animal Kingdom, Harambe Market, Pizza Safari, uh, Satuli Canteen, Flame Tree Barbecue, and Restaurantosaurus. So those are all. And the way this works is you order through the app, you pay through the app, uh, and then whenever you arrive at the restaurant, you check in on your phone through the app, uh, and then you proceed to a, a designated pickup area, and your food will be ready when, you, when you're there. We did so that. We it, did it that. And you can use way. the dining plan now too, which is fantastic. Yep. And you can, and you, and you can even customize your orders. Uh, so it's a really fantastic way, especially if you have kids uh, and it was always kind of, it, it was, it was stressful for us to walk up and, and have the kids picking off of a menu. Uh, but like, say for instance, whenever we ate you can at, stand uh, in line and order. Yeah. Or yeah, you can be, you can look at the, the app, Earlier in the morning, we, we did it when we were in line to meet Nikki in town square. 
we ordered our lunch from Be Our Guest and then checked in. It was phenomenal. So that's something that you can do while you're waiting in line. You can look through the menu, kind of pick out what you want. Yeah. It's fantastic advancement and, and utilization of technology. But over at Epcot, uh, Electric Umbrella, Liberty Inn, and Sunshine Seasons. Uh, and then at Hollywood Studios, the ABC Commissary, Backlot Express, Catalina Eddie's, Fairfax Fair, Pizza Rizzo, and Rosie's All-American Cafe are all part of the mobile order program now. Uh, and then also over at Disney Springs, Deluxe Burger and the Polite Pig. All right. There's a lot. Yeah. Well, we did it in Pandora and then Lisa, we did it somewhere else, right? We did it at the uh... Restaurant, 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 source, restaurant, source. Do uh, they have topiaries? They do. Right. <laughs> no, but you can probably get a chocolate cake. You can. You can get all of that. I need to drink. I need to drink wine, Lauren. That's what I do. That's what I need. You like wine? So yeah, yeah. But it was it was very convenient, and it was you know it was so easy and we walked you know you walk right up you get your food and you go and you you don't have the line yeah i only found one problem with it um and that was that they didn't offer milk on the menu oh yeah that's right it was weird it was like it was somehow missing you couldn't order milk yeah so but maybe they fixed that hopefully all right so i have one more um also coming i get all the holidays apparently uh, Easter coming up and this is the one of the two probable times that Easter will land on April Fool's Day. It's only supposed to happen about twice in a lifetime. So this is one of them. So April 1st is going to be Easter and the Easter Bunny is going to Disney World. I know you were all worried about that. It's happening. Mr. and Mrs. Easter Bunny are going to be in town uh, for about a week or so. They will be doing some meet and greets. And uh, they'll do that on Main Street by um, in Town Square. And there's going to be a little Easter parade. Uh, that'll be not in, in place of Festival of Fantasy, but prior to Festival of Fantasy Parade. So that'll be good. Uh, a couple other things to note. There are a lot of restaurants resort-wide, property-wide, that will offer either a, a brunch, Easter brunch, or some are, those are going to be like uh, 1900 Park Fair, Boma has a brunch, Cape May, um, that's over at the Beach Club, and the Wave at the Contemporary. There are other restaurants that will be offering a buffet dinner as well, and so you can just check online for more information on that. What's also cute is Disney's going to have pre-made Easter baskets. Uh, they're going to run about $50, give or take, uh, depending on what you get in there. So that's fun. Um, jumping around, the Easter Bunny is going to be available for photos, typically from 9 to 2. Um, you know what's fun is they have this map that you can get. You can go to one of those pin trading places. Um, most of the, the pin trading, you know, the stores that really look like they're just pins, they're going to have maps and it's going to have stickers that you have with them. And there are hidden eggs. Um, actually, I don't know where it's going to be held. I think it's Epcot. Yeah. Epcot usually has it around World I, Showcase. Yeah. It's one of those things that keeps your kids entertained while yeah. you can go drink around the world or 
Oh, nice. Or shop around the world or. Okay. So you get to find the hidden eggs. They're going to be scattered about and then each egg has a character. And so then you match the character sticker and you put it where you found it so that uh, at the end you can turn it in for a surprise of sorts. I don't know what it is. You're going to have to do it to find out. It's an egg. It might be. They're super cute. At least maybe in, it's a chocolate egg. In past years, it was an, they were eggs. Okay. So the map is about six dollars. So you can look for those in those pin stores. Um, Grand Floridian. You know how they do really cool stuff at Christmas with the um, the gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. They do these these crazy decked out Easter eggs, and they're like nine to nine to twelve pounds of chocolate. Uh, and they're like 16 to 20 inches tall, but they're on display and they're decorated in Disney themes and uh, characters and some of the different animated movies. Those are on display at the Grand Floridian Resort and they keep them on display for about a week, maybe a few days longer. But that's something that you can go check out. Uh, Many of the resorts are going to do an Easter egg hunt at the resort. Typically, that's going to be at 9 a.m., but just check with your resort to be sure, just in case they do something different. But a lot of the resorts have uh, character meet and greets in Easter costumes. so You can check those out. Again, check with the specific resort where you are. They have activities and fun and egg decorating and all kinds of good stuff. Um, on a more serious level, a more down-to-earth level, they will have religious services, and these will be Easter morning at the Contemporary Resort Fantasia Ballroom. You'll have Catholic services at 8 and 10.30 a.m., and then a Protestant service at 9.15 a.m. Uh, there are also off-site property, um, off-property uh, locations where you can go. Churches are very open to all the tourists, so you can check those out, too. Mr. Easter Bunny's coming. Mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Easter Bunny. Are we doing, uh, are we announcing the mouse chat meetup? I think we should. Okay. What do you think? What are you thinking, Lauren? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. What are the, what do you know the date? I was going to ask you. <laughs> November. <laughs> it's December 1st. It's a hard one to remember. Is it December 1st? December 1st. Well, that's now, an easy one. What did we decide our plan is? It? It's just going to be December 1st, right? Yep. December 1st. Right. Steve, you want to announce it? Oh, yeah. We're going to have a mouse chat meetup on December 1st. <laughs> Come on. We're just talking. You oh. need to uh, actually announce it. Oh. Wow. Hey, everybody. We're going to be doing a mouse chat meetup. And they get chocolate. Um, And it's going to be on December we, 1st. Are there going to be topiaries? All of that. It's all going to be. Seems like screw all of you. No, I'm, not, I'm not even listening <laughs> to it anymore. You all. December 1st, come to the Mouse Chat meetup. We'll have chocolate topiaries. <laughs> so we're going to do it December 1st. We don't have the specifics. We are going to try to switch things up a little bit this year, though. So if you guys are interested, keep that date in mind for your travel plans and try to come hang with us. We're excited to meet everybody. Or catch up with some of you, because some of you have been coming year after year, so this will be fun. Yeah, we always like to catch up with our friends. Yep. All right. Does anyone have anything else? Nope. 
Okay, so I'm going to wrap up the show. I'd like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to our shows, you can find more shows at iTunes and also at mousechat.net. If you have comments or questions for us, please send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thank you so much for listening, and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. <laughs>